What is even up? It's your boy Cradman here with my boy Heckenstein, who is somewhere else hey, today. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Hypnotic Cootout. How are you doing? <laughs> hmm, I'm doing good, doing great. Lots of home cooked food for my mom, so. Nice. That, that's, that's going fine. <laughs> Yeah. How about you? Oh, uh, How, how's Leipzig? <laughs> Leipzig. Well, apparently things are getting getting more hectic corona-wise here. Of course, we yeah, as well, this, yeah. All those very concerned citizens who really feel like they're. Oh, what did I hear recently? Uh, they compared themselves to Rosa Parks and Anne Frank for protesting wearing a mask yeah. you know, because yeah. obviously not killing other people is very very no, much the same. No, I think I think she meant uh, she's thirty two, like Rosa Parks. No, Sophie Scholl. That was Sophie Scholl, right? She's thirty two, like like when Sophie Scholl was killed. So that's true. <laughs> that's... Uh, that much is true. <laughs> it's the same age. <laughs> Yeah, jeez, uh, people want to be oppressed so badly. It's oh yeah, I, I saw an interesting article about that. Uh, on there has been like new new research about people feeling like they are the victim. Mm -hmm. um, haven't read it, of course, because it's long and it's. Uh... <laughs> but I want to. I, I will. I will probably. We'll we'll get maybe back to you next time about people trying to be uh, the oppressed. <laughs> Interestingly, yeah, those people are most likely to uh, oppress. postulate that you are, in fact, uh, oppressing them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's that thing, and then I somehow, well, somehow I know how it happened, I guess. Um, I have terrible, my stomach is very upset with me. Um, oh. I... So I baked some cake recently, right? And like, I don't even think there's an English word for it. It's called Zupfkuchen. Hmm. Russian Zupfkuchen. <laughs> Not sure if that's actually Russian or just uh, East German Russian thing. pieces cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I was already, you know, I already had that. That, you know, my stomach was cramping and stuff after I ate a couple pieces of that. And then I was like... Okay, who knows what's going on? I'm not exactly eating healthy, uh, so or maybe just the yeah. raw, uh, the raw crumble batter that I ate because why wouldn't you? Um, Is it with eggs? Yes. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, okay, so that was then, right? And of course, since it's a whole tray, I like froze most of it. And yesterday, I like unfroze myself a piece, and today again, the uh, cramps, and so. Um, it must be the eggs. I mean, they didn't smell bad when I put them in. Mm. It was weird, actually, because... Um, so, like, I had older and I had fresher bought eggs. So, like, two old ones left. And and the new ones, they... I have never had that before, that when I crack an egg... Like, you have to separate the egg whites, right? And I almost couldn't do it because it was so thick... And I was like, that's weird. But then I Googled it and apparently they're supposed to be thick and they get 
more liquid as they age. So what we usually get ah. is basically old eggs because then it's liquid. Right? So that's well, what I read. I don't think we can get old eggs, right? They can't be like older than a couple of days. Um, hopefully. <laughs> but I've, never, I've never had them thick before, but, it, but then I read that that means they're really fresh. Uh, so I'm like, mm, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, somehow I'm again... get some thick eggs next time. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, now I'm... like I've, I'm, I, I've been woken up this morning by stomach cramps and I still have them. Uh, oh, man. So I have some tea and I'm actually going to order myself some soup now. The delivery thing was closed until now, so I haven't eaten all day, but also not exactly... What, what kind of tea do you have? Uh, it's peppermint, the only tea I have. Oh, okay. Well, peppermint is really good for the stomach either, but it, I guess it's hot. <laughs> it's not sugary. No, but I read yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it's that chamomile, but it's also... Yeah. I, heard I was hoping you, also... you, you would said that because uh, I wanted to, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, chamomile, chamomile. It's weird. Mm -hmm. What, you wanted <laughs> to lecture me about chamomile? No, I just wanted to, to hear how it's pronounced. <laughs> oh, I see. But then you had peppermint. And I'm pretty sure peppermint isn't, isn't the greatest for your uh, stomach. That's more like thingy. Also, it, uh, it uh, what was that? I think you it makes you cold. Some, something like uh, if you go really esoteric, then uh, yeah. Peppermint, it cools you out because of its properties. So the 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 real um, esoteric people they they drink they don't drink peppermint anymore <laughs> just hot water for them okay <laughs> uh, well I'm getting hot more than anything because it's hot tea <laughs> yeah that's what I figured <laughs> <laughs> so who knows but yes um, yeah so I I also felt in no condition to run out and cook myself some chicken stew maybe i'll do yeah. that tomorrow so it's just... also against the cold <laughs> for your stomach yeah but it's it's non-aggressive and it feels nice i mean it doesn't work anyway like there's this urban legend that chicken stew is kind of like nature's antibiotics but uh, as far as i read from research it's just the comfy feeling of having something nice and warm and you know it from your from your childhood so it feels homey and... interesting because i thought i read that it actually has some in it but only if you really have a chicken in there with the bones well that's how i do it usually and yeah. i've also I've, I've believed this for years but then i looked it up it says there's no conclusive research it's probably just placebo yeah, big farmer suppressing <laughs> <laughs> the truth about chickens <laughs> Yeah, so... Although we have big chicken, by the way. I think they should combat that. <laughs> I don't know. That would be big farm against big farmer. Big farm, <laughs> big farm versus big farmer. But yeah, they are, they are interlocked anyway because of the, the pharmaceuticals the, the chickens get, I guess. Mm, yes. Maybe that's why chickens are good against the cold. Because of all the stuff they put in there. It's nature's antibiotics because they eat antibiotics. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Um, so yeah. Uh, okay, so gonna do that. Um, 
And yeah, otherwise I'm just, yeah, I feel really dead this week and last week too. Like, um, is it because I'm gone? Yeah, of course. Yes, you're not here. This is actually very reminiscent of our very, very first ever stream. Um, And this is also why today you sound a little more, what is the word? I would say blechern in German. Tinny. Tinny, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it's the laptop, with the laptop mic, it was too lazy to to, uh, carry the the normal mic, although that's not big. I I just figured that the laptop mic is probably good enough. (laughs) (laughs) But I was schooled before the hootout, so I'll see if I can do anything to improve that until next week. Yes. um... But yeah, it's it's really reminiscent. I mean, uh, just today, uh, they decided to increase the lockdown here in uh, Baden-Württemberg. So uh, we have, uh, in, in English, can't go out anymore curfew curfew mm, 20 so 8 or 8 p.m to till 5 a.m oh you have like an actual curfew yeah oh, interesting i mean you if you work or have anything else important to do then it's fine but you can't just go out drinking outside or just walk outside hmm. makes sense <clears throat> yeah, yeah i'm not sure if this makes sense I mean, it's it, it certainly uh, prevents a lot of the stuff that would be problematic. So yeah, I guess in that sense, uh, it might work. Um, I guess the easier the the restriction, the the easier it is to to um, make sure that uh, it's held up. Maybe that's the reason. But really, it's really a bummer for me because I came down here to my hometown and now I can't meet anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, bummer. Mm-hmm. And about uh, me leaving and you getting sick, I, I left my flatmates and uh, I think the day after or the day I, I left, uh, the internet broke down. <laughs> now they don't have any internet anymore. <laughs> Oh, it's been good, down for two days now, yeah. <laughs> good call and going home. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too, but I, I do feel a little bit bad for them. But yes, my internet has also been exceptionally terrible yesterday, especially. Mm. Um, barely worked. Apparently um, they, they're working on the cables again or something. Yeah, I was wondering if it's something like that, because it was like consistent. Uh, mm. that I could barely watch anything online and websites not loading and... No. That's a bit. Well, it's fine here. <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I have to make sure that I'm not. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? I'm cursing my luck. Uh, yeah, anyway, right. Spoiling my luck. Yeah. yeah so. <clears throat> yeah. Wait, what were we? Oh, right. So, yes, the week, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been, yeah, I'm, I, I was thinking about it, that. I guess for me, the, the post-release depression is just like, I'm not sad this time. <laughs> it's uh, a post-release, just, what would you call that? 
Like I don't feel especially exhausted, but I just I do nothing and still mm. am tired, kind of a thing. You know, sort of like trying now to catch up on months of lack of sleep. And so post post release exhaustion. I guess I feel like it has to be more than that depletion, maybe. Depletion, <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I just lie in bed all day. I watch some TV. Um, I mean, I play around with some programming for fun, uh, which works. If I don't have to do anything, then then I'm okay doing it. <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm not going going uh, too far here, but I, I realize uh, when you're lying in bed all the time is when uh, when Discord shows that you're on your mobile. <laughs> This is always a sign for me that you're still in bed. <laughs> Right. Yes. Exactly. Um, so yeah. So yeah, I do a whole lot of nothing. The po the post uh, release is really weird this time. Mm. I, I got that too. Um, I neither have like this this um, like I'm not feeling down. I'm not disappointed. I'm mm. certainly like exhausted and depleted. Mm. <laughs> uh, but I'm also not stressed about like new bugs that I have to fix. And I mean. This I, I I had this idea of like updating every day, and I think it's been like a week. That sounds <laughs> um, ambitious. That I haven't updated. I'm not feeling bad at all. It's just like eh, it's all right. Yeah, that's what it is. That's it's that's good. I wish I could feel a little bit more like. Um, happy about <laughs> like about the release that would be great but i'm not gonna i'm gonna uh, I'm, i'm happy with how it is yeah i guess uh early access is a bit of like those the up up and downs of early access on the one hand it's all kind of stress-free since it doesn't have to be perfect and that's very yeah. much part of it that the con development continues but at the same time you don't really feel maybe like something was mm. released Because it's yeah. not done. That's true. But yeah, that, that's very true. I also like like it a lot that when when people like complain about bugs or stuff that's missing, that we can just say it's early access. Um, I think <laughs> that the last person, I'm sure, I'm not going to look it up in Discord, but uh, it was happy to be part of the development <laughs> instead of like angry that we haven't implemented it yet. And I was like. That's that's actually pretty nice. Maybe let's let's do it every time. <laughs> Early access all yes. the way. <laughs> But I guess that was also our number one fan, so maybe they're particularly chill about it. <laughs> well, extreme fans are most of the time the people who make the problems, right? Yes, right. I mean, he has been bugging us for literal years. <laughs> to make more wizard, and then he has to find out that there will be more wizard once Early Access is done, and. He's still chill about it, so that's cool. Yeah, it's really nice to have him. Yes. Ah. Yeah, our Discord is nice. I like it. Yeah. Hey, Vin, this year. Hey, hey. Nice to see you. Okay, food is on its way. That's good. Okay. Um. I have I have a little bit more drama to to. Uh, Share with you all. <laughs> um, so, just, just a second. Mm -hmm. Mendes is saying, "Is it just me, or does Jan lag a bit behind the sound?" I don't know. I 
I mean, Jan is on his laptop right now, so it yeah. really sounded. Oh yes, you do I lag. Do, I do feel like I'm I'm lagging a little bit. Oh, you're actually quite uh, quite a lot now that now that I'm paying attention. <laughs> mm. um, I could I could walk over to my brother and see if he's doing something. I think he's just playing hardest, but and now it's okay again. I guess it's just mm. unsteady a bit, but mm. I'm sure we'll be okay. Hopefully, so we just... we'll look into it next time a little more <laughs> because uh, this time. As always, we didn't have really a lot of time to prepare. I was just showering, then eating uh, some bread. <laughs> yeah. Like mm. I was actually literally texting you from the shower when I was asking about the topic for today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, but it's it's quite nice. I, I like uh, thinking about stuff in the shower, so that was good input. <laughs> right. So what's yeah. what, what was the drama? Okay, so uh, let's begin with the with the bad one, the bad the worst one. So I think most people in our Discord already know, but uh, my hard disk failed on me, <laughs> and I tried to fix it. I, I run check disk on it, but I think check disk only made it worse. So yeah. Um, all the stuff that I haven't backed up in a while is, um, is gone. And unfortunately, I didn't back up last year. I skipped the one. I usually do it like every year. And my hard disk died literally, literally the day before I make my backups. It's like really the worst case scenario for me. Skipping it one year and then one day before the new backup everything dies. So I wanted to take the time and tell everyone, back up your data. <laughs> uh, luckily, I, I haven't lost, I think, too much good stuff because um, the really important stuff is on the cloud and um, like pictures, I didn't take too many pictures, like all pictures from South Africa are gone, but I think like my, uh, my ex-girlfriend has them, you have part of it. Yeah. Um, the thing that really hurt is my Diablo 1 character, level 26, and now I have uh, until next Monday to, to level a character up to continue playing with my friends. <sighs> that's annoying. That's really annoying. So that's that's drama number one. And then number two was the, uh, the train. Uh, luckily, I, I had a couple of special cookies left. <laughs> I took one <laughs> when, when I noticed uh, that, that's going to be late. It was like uh, we went, we started from Leipzig to Erfurt, and then um, we, I heard like two of the um, the personal there uh, talk to each other, and the one was like, ah, something about um, being late, and the other was like, ah, no, we're not going to be late because there, there's not much going on, so there's nothing that can go wrong. And then literally like 10 minutes later, we stopped at Erfurt and we waited there for over an hour because <laughs> there was a signal failure. Mm. And then when that was uh, fixed, we continued for about 15 minutes until we stopped again because there was, um, what's it, a Weiche? And a Weiche? Um, um, right. A switch, a railway switch. switch. 
Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the uh, F. <laughs> Wenn es ja. Um, yeah. Yeah, then we yeah, we had to wait there for over an hour again. <laughs> That's like the I think eight hours went into ten and then uh, I I think I didn't like take the best route, alternate route, but it took the one I was um I wouldn't have to change that often and mm. which would which took like two hours longer I think so I I was like 12 hours <laughs> traveling, which was a bit exhausting, but it was okay. Um, having having the special cookie in me that made me relax <laughs> for most of the. And I think I, I have like I've like so often been in the train stuck in Germany, like Deutsche Bahn. It's just I'm just used to it. I I never take the train thinking I will be there on time, so it takes a lot of the. The anger out of it, the equation. Yeah, it's just part of travel now. Yeah, kind of is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the drama. I think it's not mm. that dramatic, I guess. I see. Um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to. Like, I'm not. I haven't really kept up with what the restrictions are now here. But uh, probably mm. also there he heard something heard something about a hard lockdown, um, and I gotta get to Berlin somehow next week. So I'll oh. to pick up my wife, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Probably that you, that you don't watch Borat or don't like Borat at all, but you still adopted. <laughs> I think that's the great thing about Borat is probably my wife. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I did watch the... Have you watched the Lindsay Ellis thing? Yeah, I watched that, of course. So I find that... So the clip she shows, I find them very funny, but I could never watch that. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, that I don't have to watch the whole movie. I can just <laughs> see, like, the interesting clips. Yeah, I get I get, I get too uncomfortable, but it's... it's uh, I, I can't deal with cringe humor. It's, mm. I don't know. <laughs> So, well, it's not completely true, right? It's just a certain kind of cringe humor. Because what was that we the, the comedy movie we watched um, last time? American Pie? No, it wasn't American Pie, but yeah, the, the humor like that. That's cringe humor too, right? Um, I mean, that's a bit gross out humor, I think. Um, mm. But also in such a juvenile way that I can kind of deal with that, but I mean Borat, that's real people who's being really uncomfortable to real people and yeah. and of course it's, it has a point and I find the results funny, but I just, I can't I can't with the awkward energy of it <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have never been able to watch his stuff, not Ali G, not nothing so it's, uh, I just mm, no I quite enjoyed Ali G back in the day but this was another time Uh, but, uh, just just liked him just thought it was funny I even watched the movie like a couple of times I think like my Abi motto was uh, Abi G <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <laughs> twice another time uh, indeed 
Um, and this is this. I remember some years ago, I was still in school. One of my drives was going off in smoke. I lost around 40 gigabytes of data, most of it self created stuff. Mm. And, uh, and safe for us. It was really heartbreaking. <sighs> Luckily, that has not, that only has happened to me like sort of once. Um, that was, um, I had, I had made a backup of my, of my laptop with like some specialized sub software that like takes an exact copy of the drive. So you can just apply it again without having to install any of the old thing again. Mm. Um, and I had a, um, um, one of my, my working files from a song I was making on there and in trying to, and then I realized, oh, okay, I still have that somewhere in there. So I was trying to, you know, put it back onto my, laptop to get it out and in formatting the laptop i accidentally because i had it connected already i accidentally formatted my whole external hard drive oh. <laughs> so that sucked a bit uh, but yeah i know since i i keep like triple quadruple cloud and non-cloud backups <laughs> of uh, all my like film footage and whatever uh, things that i can't just get back. Um, I keep them everywhere just to be safe. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I, I, I've lost another heart. It's just one, but there was like all my music mm. and it was like stuff on there. I collected that you can't really find anymore or I can't find anymore. And I was so bummed out. Like for a week, I was really, really down. <laughs> really really hurt and i had no interest in finding all that stuff again and building my library again i was just like devastated i thought like my my life has ended <laughs> and it was, it was a teenage time so <laughs> a lot of my self-worth obviously was in uh, my music collection and that just died on me <laughs> I, don't, I don't think i learned out of it but um yeah I've got most of it now, and today this isn't a huge problem anymore. Like with Dropbox and Google Drive, they they have all my documents obviously, obviously encrypted. So <laughs> that would be like the the next uh, failure uh, pl position place. There's like another specific work I I, I don't remember, but yeah. Um, yeah, if I can't, if I can't uh, decrypt my stuff, that would be horrible. But yeah, no, listen, listen to music on Spotify. Movies are mostly Netflix, so it's it's not that painful to lose a hard disk anymore. And luckily, I had like a backup from two years ago, which I could just, you know, it was a hard disk, so I could just plug it in, and it's. Like Dropbox just started syncing again because all the folders are the same way as in the other one. Nice. Then, yeah, my brother had like a little uh, new hard disk for me. I got now it's also two terabytes. It was like a um, what's it? An external? It was an external, but the, the thingy around it malfunctioned. So he opened it up, got his data off, and uh, doesn't have space in his rack to use it. So, free nice. hard disk. Yeah. Nice, nice. That's usually what I do now. 
back in the day, my brother got all, all the hand-me-downs like hardware-wise. Now it's the other way around because he makes significantly more money than me. <laughs> so like, or any. <laughs> yeah, he makes money. <laughs> also, like living living by my parents, he, he doesn't have uh, much. Um, like the most stuff, the most money he uses is uh, for hardware and magic cards. That's the life. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, money. Also got to figure that out now, because apparently, oh no, I did tell you this already, that I can't actually get unemployment based on the money that I've gotten for the past eight months. So I'm getting this on the non-salary that I got over a year ago <laughs> and get to apply for the welfare thing as well. Mm. Fun. Yeah, fun, I gotta, fun. gotta do that as well. Yeah. <sighs> well, as long Eventually. as we do it, as long as we submit it this month, that's fine. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. I don't I'm... <sighs> that's not really not really interested in doing all the paperwork I, I, I would rather like pay the money and I've done so in the past but um, yeah it's it's silly not to do it by the way silly is a huge uh, is a big uh, it's a nice substitute for stupid <laughs> trying to make the switch yes yeah. Hope, hopefully, silly wasn't like an old time <laughs> way of saying you had other mental problems. Well, I guess we iterate uh, until we learn new things and then we do better. Yeah. Um, yeah, should we use this as a segue to talking a little bit about the wizard and the story yeah. and such? So. We, we could have used it as a segue, but... <laughs> well, that was... It was the segue into asking if you're done with what you want to talk about. Okay. As not to interrupt. Let me my, check my list. Well, there are two other things, but we can talk about them anytime. <laughs> right. So in our, in our Discord... No, it's just people from the Discord. I'm going to post a link anyway. Um, our Discord, which you can join, of course. Um, well, yeah, so everybody watching already has, but uh, we were talking about... Sorry, quickly distracted. Um, <laughs> quickly finding out what we were talking about. <laughs> what were we talking about? See, that's, that's when I lose my train of thought. I just talk until I find it again. And sometimes that becomes very noticeable when I do that. So, and when I notice that it's noticeable, then I try to stop myself and talk about it so that I have more time to think about what I was going to say. <laughs> so that's, Go on. <laughs> that's my ADHD coping strategies. So, yes, we were talking about the wizard. And um, someone was asking... Which was actually a funny idea about um, having a character creator 
uh, at the beginning where you can create the perfect face and then of course it gets immediately stolen. Um, I guess I should also point out that we're now going to talk about spoilery stuff. So if anyone listening to this like does not want to hear the end of the story, um, I guess... Can we, can we go around that? I, I want to very specifically talk about the ending, so that's kind of difficult without naming it. Um, hmm. But I mean, who, who's listening to this who hasn't actually seen it before? Um, and just I just mention it. Maybe I'll put a timestamp uh, in the description later if someone wants to skip ahead yeah. or something. I mean, we can just say uh, watch out spoiler now and then. Yeah, I know. exactly. Gesture when they can turn turn the sound on again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but I mean, the first part is still um, fine. So, a uh, character creator that you design your face, and then of course it gets immediately stolen. Um, that I, I think is sort of a funny idea. It is a funny idea. Um, but in talking about that, we were talking about character customization. Can can we, as we want to, you know, since we want to do a lot of customization and stuff, can we also do character customization that people can pick their own, yeah, yeah create their own characters, um, decide what gender they want to play, what name they want to give. And um, well, I'm, I'm, I mentioned this uh, in, the, in the chat that I feel that this particular story is, that it really needs to be the cishet white male default. Yeah. Um, because I feel like, uh, I mean, we've, we've talked about this before, of course, you know, um, is there something that we can do that make it, make it more interesting to get away from, uh, you know, doing the same standard representation, I guess, or lack thereof. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, with the story, and now we come to the spoilery bits, right? Um, with the story uh, in the end kind of being being about um, Kevin being, I mean, he's getting he's getting chastised for being shallow and lazy because he's just uh, uh, sc scooting through on his looks and stuff. Um, <laughs> so I. I personally feel like it uh, it has some very strange connotations if you don't apply this kind of narrative to a blank slate, basically. It doesn't mean... work at all. <laughs> oh, you're backwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like that the... So of course, you know, the straight white male is the, that being the default is kind of a problem, but it also means oh, but that- But it's a problem like in, in general, right? In media, I mean, yes. Yeah. Um, that That is the default and everything else is sort of special and um, an anomaly and stuff, um, which I guess is why we're thinking about how can we like, contribute to breaking that up a bit. Um, but it being the default also kind of means that it's sort of um, without without any additional um, weight. 
Of course, my flatmates call me now. <laughs> they should know I'm now not available. <laughs> you should know better. What was that? Uh, that was. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. That Good was Jan. I'm just gonna scold that was Jan getting a call <laughs> with his sorry. cool Super Mario ringtone. Um, so yeah, so the so it being the default also kind of means it's a, a little bit of a blank slate in terms of um, strange implications or connotations. So I feel like you can tell this type of story, which is, I mean, I've been thinking about that. How do I actually feel about it now? Um, because I feel like the story is a little bit judgy. Um, I don't know the the speech in the end by uh, the professor. I know. I mean, it's not the professor, but but in in terms of how it reads, it's the professor lecturing Kevin because he's not interested in in school and just interested in his looks. And um, I don't know. These days, I'm kind of even though it is sort of tongue in cheek, I'm kind of wondering: is that a little bit? Is that maybe a little bit judgy? And why shouldn't why should you pay attention in school instead of being happy about how awesome you look? Um, it's that all feels valid, um, but I hope it's still tongue in cheek enough that it doesn't doesn't come across as being like mean about it. I guess like trying to be judgy, but yeah, that that thing I feel like works only to make a silly story about that. Basically, uh, to me, it would just get weird connotations. If, uh, I mean, especially if it was a female character, because that then suddenly sounds horribly sexist to imply that. Um, because of that, because it is uh, not the default, and because there is so little representation, uh, then it suddenly is feels like it's becoming a message about every woman or every non-default um, representation that says uh, that people who are uh, women are all vain and people who don't look like we do are lazy or something like that. Uh, it comes sort of with a with a different weight to it. Hmm. Yeah, but it, I guess it's also like a problem for us as uh, white dudes to really have good representation in the de in your default character because of course uh, we cannot we are not really aware of all the stuff that goes on in that so yeah. it's it's much easier and i i always feel like you can have an um like the cishet white dude mm -hmm. default as long as as you're not like pretending that he's living in a world where everyone's like him right yes but of course we have a, such a specific uh sorry yeah when does it you're distracting me. Uh, <laughs> it's a, such a specific story that there there's really room to show the world and um yeah so this is certainly something we we can uh, add on to with the coming updates yes i'll get to that in a second um there is a whole thing i mean we've talked about it already yeah. but i thought it was 
would be nice to chat about it on the stream. Um, <coughs> what is that? Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The fuck? <laughs> okay, neighbors. Um, what? Are you still there? The f uh, where have you gone? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> uh, well, not visually. <laughs> what yeah, happened? Discord did something. Discord. Uh, wait, let me. Playing multiple games? What the? What? Sharing the stream? I, am I not? What's. Yo. Oh, welcome back. So, did you have any problems or was it just my side now? Well, I have no idea. Maybe it was you. Maybe that's the. Um, or maybe okay. at least it might be that the thing just. Uh, that the delays became so big that I just decided to drop it. But it was also my Discord, obviously. Discord is weird. I don't know. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll have to talk to my parents about the time I'm streaming. <laughs> I shouldn't restart the router. <laughs> right. So yes, Kevin. Um, well, what I do think what we're doing is um, at least within that default um, telling. Well, I don't want to claim like this that that's uh, it's that deep or anything. Um, but I mean, we have at least some non-traditional masculinity, one could say. It's certainly not the I don't know Call of Duty tough guy character. So, <laughs> um, so we have that, and and yeah, I feel like this specific thing is just. I know. I'm. I'm. I. I. am i am not against. Obviously, against like the telling stories from the same thing that everybody's telling stories about. I just generally like to be. Uh, I like to make those de decisions consciously, um, because it was kind of a, kind of a, a bit of a shock when we were first working working on Tiller's Light, and then our. Our graphics person was saying, hey, how about we also do some female characters and maybe some who aren't white? And it was like, holy shit, I was just, without thinking about it, trying to write a story that is exactly like every other story. White people in a Caribbean setting and a damsel in distress and, you know, all the stuff that I just know from other things without, and like perpetuating that without thinking about it. So, um, yeah, I just like to like think these things through and make that call for why the character is no different <laughs> um, for a reason rather than just because that's what I'm used to kind of mm -hmm. thing. But also, as I've now only recently realized um, or was made aware of, is that there's actually 
a bit of a problem with the end. <laughs> and so I guess now we are like getting really into spoilers. Um, because so we have after you know you've ran after the thief and you realized oh it's your nemesis steve um another student who stole your face um and you catch up with him and then it turns out oh god it's not steve it's actually your teacher and he devised this plan to get you to learn because you can't pay attention in class and you never want to do your homework and so he took the thing that was most important to your face and that's when you started to <laughs> Yeah, learn something, learn some magic along the way. And then it turns out, actually, it's not your teacher. <laughs> um, it's a little demon who um, who stole your face because he wanted to feel normal um, and not be judged because people think that demons are evil. And so obviously it's a story about prejudice and stuff. And uh, you, have that, um, you have that moment where then uh, Professor Squabblebeard, you know, steps in and confirms, yes, it's true, there's a lot of prejudice in the world, we need to question these things and all that stuff, and uh, ends on the note of, oh, so did I kill innocent creatures along the way? And he's like, laughs to himself and says, no, no, those were, you were hunting yourself through the training classes for older students, those were, weren't real, it's kind of how we did the lampshade hanging for the violence. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and then they all go home happy. And so I, I feel like the, I find this really interesting to look at it now, like pretty much seven years later, right? Um, where, and I've obviously learned a lot and still am at it, like, um, yeah, this. This obviously only just occurred to me because I was reading about something else about um, fantasy or like racism in fantasy settings and the problem with like the dark elves and uh, mm. goblins and orcs and stuff. You know, how that the concept of evil races is obviously rooted in racism. And although it, it, it wouldn't even have to be like that if there were like all the other like types of humans present in the world but somehow it's always just the white people and then the fantasy races that kind of also adopt like the cultural stuff there and mm -hmm. i recently heard about like world of warcraft yeah which had a, a new add-on mm -hmm. and in the new add-on um i haven't played it it's just like the uh, i've heard i think great and crowbar talked about it in the the last or second to last um podcast mm. that you are now playing um, the trolls and the trolls they all have a jamaican uh, dialect yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know considering this is like the newest addition to the game and they already had problems with the orcs uh with the dark elves uh, or no with the with some some of the elves i'm not really sure but mm. they they uh, now decided to go for the trolls, and then they they tried to more uh, as I understood it. Again, I haven't played it. Mm -hmm. More or less adopt um, the story of um, what's it, a Black Panther in the troll world setting thingy, where there's like different 
kind of uh, like trolls fighting for their. Um, I think they they there's like a tribe of trolls that that should join the horde, and they have to. But they are like I don't know. It's just I don't. I can't go into detail, so I won't. So uh, it's it's weird how how this works out. That like for, of course, probably mostly white game developers, like there are humans, and then there are like orcs, and that's that's somehow a fantasy that gets reproduced over and over again. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, in addition to other humans being represented, the idea of evil races. I mean, that's also what D&D &D and stuff is changing now, that the concept of inherently evil races is being removed. And, mm. But I, I think, I'm not sure about D&D, &D, but for me, when I, when I saw that, that's also like what World of Warcraft did from changing from that the orcs are an evil race to the orcs are the noble savages that aren't understood. <laughs> I guess it's better, but so much good. <laughs> All right, they they also have torrents like um, uh, minotaurs, and they they are uh, coded as uh, and they are coded as Native Americans, but overtly so. So everything they the Native Americans have, they they have as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so fantasy is a hugely troubled genre, and of course we also kind of um, have that same problem. And uh, that's something I find kind of interesting looking back over the over the story, because obviously there is a bit of a glaring issue right there. Um, that uh, well, for one, there's there's sort of the white splaining aspect of Professor Squabblebeard uh, stepping in to expl explain yeah. and confirm the oppression that the actual yeah. person it's happening to is telling him about. I mean, like, mm -hmm. he has to step in and be like, yes, it's true, and then start with all the, you know, technical explanation mm -hmm. and whatever. And um, then finally... But that, does it have to be... Is this a bad thing in, in the story, or is it a bad thing, like, for him to do? Like, couldn't the story still be, like, partial about it? That's that's sort of what I'm um, what I'm thinking about now. That I kind of would like to have a second part. I don't know if that what that would look like exactly, um, but to address that because I don't think the story itself is a problem. I think the problem is that I didn't know that I was doing that. That's what I kind mm -hmm. of mean when I say I think uh, it's kind of interesting to look back at what I thought was like a was good, um, responsible storytelling or whatever you want to call it, uh, seven years ago and, um, how very much it reflects sort of where I was at in terms of wokeness, if you will, <laughs> to have sort of that, um, all those blind spots and to kind of, uh, not be aware of how these things read. And of course, just like re reproducing the stuff you already consumed that was already problematic without second thought. Well, I feel like that's often the, the problem and that's also the reason why like so many movies not only feel like you've already seen the movie and you know what's going to happen but uh, has like the same stuff over and over again and I, I feel like especially with the medieval stuff to, to an extent or medieval and of course like the, the cowboy Indian dynamic in America 
that people now believe that this is historically correct what they've seen in the movies over and over and over again of course in fantasy that's not not that big of a problem but still i think uh interesting to look at how how this like shapes the understanding of you of your worldview i mean it is it is partially that it is but it's partially also um performance on my part um that Basically, I mean, obviously, the Scorpion character is pretty much me, right? So I stand there and I lecture the player on, um, on prejudice. So like, I mean, I don't really remember how I put the story together. I mean, obviously, it started with the sprite of a wizard without a face, and yeah. I, that's... <laughs> I, I still remember. I showed you like this is the game. The the main character doesn't have a face. Can you make a story around that? <laughs> and I, I, was, I was hoping for like a dark story about a serious wizard. And uh, yeah, you, you went the other way. <laughs> so yeah, so obviously it started there. And I'm, I'm not sure how the rest of it happened. I remember that the things like thematically, what was important to me was first and foremost, what I have really... Um, like stuck in my head that that was something I wanted to do was um, that that last line with um, did any of it actually make any sense? And the person is saying that doesn't matter. All that matters is what you took away from it. Um, that was something I was thinking about a lot at the time that, you know, it, in, in storytelling, we have today this kind of thing where we look for plot holes and small inconsistencies, the cinema sense of the world, kind of. Mm. Um, and I feel like all these things, they don't really matter. And it doesn't really matter if you, um, if everything was perfect, if it was phrased perfectly, if the ideas were expressed perfectly, but it, it only matters like the meaning you take out of it, right? So that was that was part of it. And of course, I don't know how I came up with a double twist. I think that was just trying to be as goofy as possible and <laughs> making a reveal that is not really a reveal. And <laughs> um, I mean, that's that's part of the story that I really love. That really nothing makes sense. <laughs> nothing that happens is like complete nonsense. <laughs> I even think. I mean, I'm gonna probably change it, but. Um, that uh, in the middle now, when you get into the caves, it says, you know, you came out of the caves and into the, onto the surface, but you're clearly still in the, in the mines there for the next couple of levels. I'm probably going to adapt that mm. a little bit, but I also, I mean, that that's sort of what I like, that it doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense that, that first it was Steve, then it was the teacher, then it was the little devil. Who, how would he know? A little demon. <laughs> how would he know about how this stuff? How is this, this all? It's all stories are equally sensible at once, and so nothing makes sense. And I enjoy that. <laughs> As I feel like it still says something that still is worth saying, even if, if it doesn't make sense, uh, how it's mm. told. And so I like that. And of course, then... You know, then I wanted to kind of, I mean, not not make like a, oh, this is now a big statement on oppression or racism or whatever, but just a little, I mean, it's a very child-friendly game. So it's like a children's introduction to not being prejudiced. <laughs> um, but, yeah, 
Um, so what I'm realizing in thinking about um, you know uh, the racist roots of various fantasy tropes um, is so Professor Squabblebeard kind of waves it away, you know that oh no those those weren't real They're, so it's fine, but. And especially following that speech about, you know, just because someone's different than you doesn't mean they're bad or something. Uh, still, he's clearly designed a training course where you fight those evil creatures. And yeah, you basically get trained to... Well, you know what I mean. There's something weird about the school. <laughs> you, know, you know what? When I just realized um, something like... I think, especially like one of, like my one of my ex girlfriends always, always was angry with me when I attacked the wolves, or mm -hmm. like the rats in the game, but as soon as it's like dark elves and stuff, it's not that it's not that problematic <laughs> anymore. She has more compassion for like the animals than like other humanoid races that are depicted in the world, and that's that's the weird, right? Not sure what it what it says, but. Just, uh, just noticed that. Yeah, I also hear that a lot of people care about animals much more than, well, other people. Though I guess they usually mean, well, not themselves, of course. Um, I guess it extends to like the fantasy races. Yeah, and and that's, I mean, that's obviously a little bit problematic that. Even that distinction that the regular elves, they're noble and cool and everything, and the dark elves, well, they're evil. You know, so there's a... And... Well, it depends on the story, of course. <laughs> uh, unless and the dark they're... elves that, that, that we have there, they, they are based on the D&D trope, where they have a matriarchy, so they have, like, one queen, mm -hmm. and they... Um, but they're, they're pretty evil, yeah. They're... they're <laughs> Their god is like a giant spider. I forgot the name, but um, a female spider, of course. Um, yeah, and it's interesting. The more you think about these, like uh, how they are set up, especially like that they are ruled by women, but they are evil, <laughs> it makes makes it yeah, it's kind of iffy <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> So yeah, so that's that's something that bothers me a little bit now. Not so much that I want to change the story, and obviously, I mean, that's mm. the sprites we have, um, and we could like, you know, just lean back and say, "Oh, come on, that's an that's an old, established thing in fantasy. That's just how it is. We don't mean anything by it. We didn't even make the sprites. We just this is what we have." But uh, uh, oh, we, oh. Mm -hmm. well, we could like put it in in context in the game that. There, there are no dark elves. It's just like tropes they use at the academy. Absolutely, that's that's sort of uh, what I'm thinking. But the thing is, still, it means something that that's what the school designs as your yeah. training courses. It's it, it, it's it weird creatures with different colored skin um, who are evil, and you must destroy them. That's basically what the, huh. what Kevin is taught. And so I was thinking, I would really love to have like. I mean, I don't know how a second campaign would look like, or maybe we make the wizard too eventually, <laughs> and to basically have that. I don't know what it would look like, but I would love if it was something that follows up on it. That Kevin takes the lesson that he's learned, and maybe he's friends with Tim now, 
um, and learns that actually there's a deep systemic problem within the school that I guess mm. his teacher told him all this stuff very, very uh, so, so school for racist wizards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of to examine the racist bias in the school and to maybe also because and then I was thinking, but what would the gameplay look like for a story mm. that is about okay, there's something wrong here. And I thought if we can, you know, recontextualize the whole wizard puzzle thing to well, basically non-violent magic, but that you have different magic to solve different problems, that it's still mm. something getting through, but that it's more about the, yeah, something else. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's, I can't really explain it, but that feels just so much less exciting to me. <laughs> Like no, that's it, just fun. Yeah, <laughs> as if like violence is an important part of uh, playing games, and and like, <laughs> I, I would like deny that every time. But just in the in this part where, where I'm making the game, I can feel that this there there is something inside me that says like, no 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 no, you have got to <laughs> fight. <laughs> and I don't know, puzzles, but I'm not really a fan of puzzle games. I think that maybe that's, but why? It, I mean. That's kind of a puzzle, right? And I mean, it would have to of... still be a wizard game. So obviously, in gameplay, would mm. have to be almost the same, just a little bit different in contextualization. And so, I mean, we we have at least two immediate um, points where you could continue with the story. First would be like, of course, the roguelike mode. Mm -hmm. Which I'm not sure how you could tell a story, <laughs> given that the <laughs> levels are random. But who knows? And the other one that I've been thinking about uh, uh, recently is I want to add a new game plus. Mm -hmm. So you would play the same levels again, but everyone everything would be stronger. Mm -hmm. And then you could like put a spin on the story somehow. But I'm not sure how you would do that. But of course, that's your job. So. <laughs> I haven't been thinking too hard about that. Mm. And and the third thing that, that just came to my mind, um, so if you would have like a like a racist wizard academy <laughs> if you're a part of uh would like the so that's like the KKK, right? So the, the top wizards would have white robes. Oh so wow. Could, could add, <laughs> So like going all in on the <laughs> yeah yeah and then and then you, you could you could fight your way through like the wizards right so every level has like different wizards who master different spells and you would have to fight your way through that and I, I still have my violence that apparently is very important to me <laughs> <laughs> and we wouldn't fight like fantasy races but uh, racist which uh, yeah better at least. I was just uh, thinking now if maybe we can like basically uh, make abstracted in a way that you can still have fights and that it's based around the same core um, mechanics and the core principles. Uh, but that I don't know. So you wanna you know you wanna affect change in an institution, right? And so you have to go through through channels and whatever. You have to basically fight your way to be heard by people who can do something about it. And there's a lot of stuff in the way. Um, 
and that basically we recontextualize it as that you that you have to fight a certain type of ignorance or something you know, that's like ghosts or whatever and, <laughs> <laughs> and you have spells that... of racism <laughs> uh, and something like that you know, to make it but I, but I think that would have to be a wizard too and I don't see that how that fits in that game now and then we have a franchise and that's cool Hmm. Um, but yeah in some way I would like to address this very problem which I think is yeah I don't think it's uh, it's a problem with the game unless we like don't acknowledge it or something I think as long as we are aware of it maybe we're thinking too big here then Mm -hmm. could you just add like like another page at the end where like the demon uh, answers to Skullbart and, and tells him off, basically. I think it needs to be big. I feel like that's too much for a throwaway line in the end. I mean, given that the story is so random, I thought that maybe this this would be enough, but... I feel like this is also something I'd be interested in examining in a more... Um, Mm. in more detail uh also because i just feel like you know this whole whole story is sort of kevin not really getting a lot of stuff and then suddenly have that tacked on i I don't know i feel like another Mm. campaign where he like slowly learns these things or like learns more more about it or something you know what Mm. the hell is going on here yeah, I think I'm just hesitant because I, uh, I'm just not really. I don't have the imagination right now. I don't see how how this would be solved. Really Me neither well. yet, but ah, we have some years time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> seven years, you said. Mm. <laughs> With harvest. <laughs> I mean, I always wanted to, like, that was the first um, thought I had for additional content, whether that's another campaign or roguelike mode, was always this, was the Invisible Tower, to have that as something of a strange, magical, un, unstable place, which I think is a cool contextualization for the roguelike mode. You go yeah. into, you go through that door and your anything goes, right? <laughs> um... But yeah, I don't know. It's I'll, I'll I'll think about that for a bit and see if I can't figure out something. Because I mean, it would also be like, how would you start a story like that? Do mm. I do like ten pages of prologue to <laughs> set up what's so. going on? <laughs> um, I know you want to, but <laughs> uh, well, after yeah. after. I, I wanna... After I mean, fixing, I wanna... okay, which one of us is gonna talk? <laughs> Wait, you let me first. let me respond to your quip because that'll be irrelevant in a second, I'm sure. <laughs> um, after fixing the pages and it's still not being proper, I don't know what happened, why it's moved again, I don't know. But yes, I am I am very sick of how much writing <laughs> those couple of pages are, so I will try to keep that short. <laughs> 
Yeah, not only writing, right? But but like making sure it fits the page. It's it's so annoying to to do that, and yeah. yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I I wonder what what is the reason why the tower is invisible? Is it is it an accident or is it intentional? What do you think? Well, I think my first thought was it's sort of a magical experiment gone wrong and just swallowed the tower half and the dimensions are open now and so anything goes in that tower. It just You go into that unstable that we also have in our company headquarters sellers. So. Well, that's a coincidence. <laughs> Yes, so, did yeah. we subconsciously base it on our cellar door? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So maybe that we'll see. I guess yeah. something to think about as well. Maybe we 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 need to make like a part two, but you're not you're not the wizard anymore. You're like one of the the phantom enemies in the world in the just the wizard's train on you have to you have to create like a movement to fight the wizards who are like killing you thinking you are not real and there you have your violence <laughs> yeah and it's justified because you're getting attacked because they think yeah. you're evil and all you want now, is now... to be yeah, it's it, now it's a turn-based game where you control all the enemies in the level, and there's one wizard you have to get down. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be that would also be an interesting angle because uh, obviously the idea of Kevin just learning more about it is also very, yeah, the white protagonist centric. Mm -hmm. um, while oh 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 that remember oh that reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell. Like uh, so, in World of Warcraft, mm -hmm. um, because the new campaign centered around the the troll. I, I hope I hope I'm right. I didn't like mm -hmm. misremember that. Um, if you play any other race, um, they <laughs> they they send you uh, as the other race. They send you in. The troll land, and you you have now there a diplomatic uh, place, and you have to solve their problems. Wait, what? So if if you are in World of Warcraft and you are not a troll, mm -hmm. uh, I mean like the race troll in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, like for example, you just play regular human to make it uh, as crass as possible, then. Um, you are um, made a diplomat and sent to the troll country. You get a place there, you build it up, and you help the trolls solve their problems. Oh, of course, more or less is the main protagonist. So you're a missionary? Yes, you're a colonist. <laughs> uh, the non-troll savior. Video games. <laughs> yeah it's weird how like they always say like media is just a reproduction of what the real world is and i think it kind of is true um however 
now we live in a world that is just dominated by media. So what we reproduce is media we already seen, and we we come to a place where it's where it's hard to to see what the reality is and what's just a reproduction of a reproduction of uh, a racist trope someone at some time did. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we and, and we poor white dudes have <laughs> to solve it all. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, so that's just something, something to think about. But yeah, certainly an interesting thought to do it the other way around. I mean, that could work. Somehow, but at the same time, I kind of feel like, uh, but that's a less interesting game because Kevin is not the protagonist. And <laughs> so <it's done. laughs> um, yeah, I wonder also like how how you could like frame it without being really tasteless about like the, your losses because you would have to use like your goblins and rats and whatever to. Uh, yeah, to fight and die, and yeah, to what cause? I mean, you would have to in, attack like the 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 academy, fight your way in, dethrone the the mages. Hmm. I mean. I mean, just in its basic concept, right? It could be sort of like Blade Runner. So one of the apparitions becomes self-aware of oh. what's happening and is fighting. Then it's basically play the same thing. And just now you're playing a dark elf or something. And you have to think that your, your castle is being invaded by dopey wizard students. And... Um, I mean, I guess even that part, the violence also kind of uh, has a kind of an excuse yeah. built in that they just they disappear when they die and are transported back to the castle to start over. So um, you're not actually killing; you're just fighting your way basically backwards through the levels, and then you get in the end to the castle and talk to the professor about. Then <laughs> he realizes, "Oh my God, I've been doing this all wrong." <laughs> Oh, but that would like retroactively make the the wizard worse because now the creatures aren't just <laughs> illusions. <laughs> you have been killing uh, innocents all the time. Yeah, also at the very least, uh, participating in separating value, sort of. I mean, they can still be apparitions and still be treated respectfully. I guess it's sort of the AI discussion. I guess. What's the morality of when you build an AI? It's just because it's code. Should that have rights or not if it's advanced enough? If a computer program tells you, please don't shut me off, what's the ethics of not doing so? And so? <laughs> this, is, this is such a weird problem because honestly, we should concentrate on how we treat other humans first because there is enough going wrong right there. <laughs> and then we can think about AI. It's such a white guy problem, right? If I it created is. AI, which should I treat it right? But on the, on the other hand, like, oh man. Huh. 
Well, it sort of reveals a value judgment, I guess. Like in its essence, there's a thing of saying, um, this is worth less than me. And of course, when we talk about computer code, it's probably mm. true. Um, but maybe just not being, I mean, it feels sort of like maybe there's a, I mean, obviously it's not as important and, you know, especially white tech people care way too much about AI and not enough about other people, you know, so um, that's all. Yeah. But um, I think the basic impulse of having a value hierarchy is the problem to begin with. And I guess you could sort of apply that to a story of, because um, yeah. I mean, we've been doing it in, in sci-fi, so why not do it in magical... I mean, it's a created creature, but what does that mean in magic terms? Does it mean it's not real? Is it a ghost? Does a ghost mm -hmm. deserve to be killed just because it's a ghost? Um, mm. At any point, you're just saying, okay, this is an enemy and it's okay because it has less value. And that thinking itself would be something we could discuss in a game. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's different, yeah. so it's fine if we kill it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Something to think about. Indeed. Indeed. So I guess that was the spoiler talk. You can turn it back on now. <laughs> Show the, the white paper again. <laughs> Waving the white flag. Oh, it wasn't even the right side. I'm sorry. Here. Can't see it anyway. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's a gesture that counts. <laughs> I see, I see. Right. So, uh, okay, no more spoilers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Vendisil. <laughs> Already taken care of. Very the best good. mod we have. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So, so what, are, what are some other games that uh, have good representation? Uh, no, have representation. Did I have any have at all? Yeah, I've been scrolling <laughs> through this, and I think uh, games are still stuck on. Uh, how about we have women in our games? What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and then then like the crazy stuff. Like, uh, so should should Shimi have like a, a picture of a <laughs> of a goldfish with like bulky arms? I'm not sure what, what that's going to represent, but uh, yeah. If we are talking like, I mean, what's representation anyway, right? Is it because, so on the one hand, if I have a game mm -hmm. and I have like a, a set protagonist, mm -hmm. I can accept it's a white dude. Mm -hmm. um, I think like most of them are, but then again, Often I feel like if it's a woman, it's not really representing womanhood in games. It's it's more more the oh let's have something different and men like to look at women, so why not? So the men with boobs problem. <laughs> kind of yeah, <laughs> kind of. Uh, and then on on the other spectrum is is the the. Um, the avatar creation, mostly for role-playing games. And then you can play as a woman or you can play as a man and you can uh, scroll your um, 
like your skin color mm-hmm. but in most cases that doesn't really make a difference right your skin color and then that's a representation right it's just like a I, different shade of white yeah i and, generally don't feel like that's a really good like this is a it doesn't matter so it doesn't really tell a story that's relevant to yeah well it, so it's not representative it is just that it has the superficial mm-hmm. look of being so i guess or you can make build your own head cannon where it is representative but yeah, it's not exactly. really a game that represents much of anything <laughs> well uh, it does even sound like see it's not a difference what are you guys all so upset about so it, it even feels like for me in in a lot of cases it feels like a step in the in the wrong direction i mean i, I guess it is better than demanding uh like dictating the one default and always the mm. same one um that's true but it, it feels like a non-committal i'm not gonna take a stance either which way kind of a thing and mm-hmm. that can be good that can be kind of nothing and i, I certainly don't feel like that's the answer let's make everything uh mm. let's put an editor in front of that so we don't have to deal with the problem sort of thing <laughs> but would you agree that like uh, when we talk about representation game we're not talking about like uh, a skin color uh, slider but we are talking about representing different experiences yeah or different like um circumstance i'm not even sure how to phrase it but it, it's not enough that you play a woman for example or a man it doesn't matter that if there's an avatar creation it's not representative of anything if you ha- can make your own character but they all behave the same in the world the world doesn't really react to to how you look it's not representation right but yeah. if you have like one one set character for example that is of a minority then mm-hmm. you would consider representation or better representation well it's, uh, it really depends um like you say it's not so much about how it looks but like what it's about the story that it's telling with that and i mean that's the, that's the problem with the men with boob trope you know it's just the exact same can, can i explain it a little because i haven't heard that before to be honest okay um well that's basically when when a game like puts in a female avatar but otherwise it's the exact same action game as everything else uh, so it's mm. it's literally just a male story, but with a female mesh put in. Uh, so it's not it doesn't really speak to the experience um, of. Yeah, so it doesn't represent womanhood. It doesn't represent like a non-masculine approach to problem solving or anything. But um, if if I can play devil's advocate and uh, sorry, I know I do that too often. <laughs> I have, uh, I have I haven't done that recently. <laughs> so, <laughs> what fix. if what if I can choose between male and female, and then I have like different romance options? Would that be representation? <laughs> um, that well, I guess also, that depends. I, sorry to our viewers. Uh, it's again two white dudes talking about representation. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, let's get that out of our system. Next week, my wife yeah. is gonna be here, so we can't we can probably do the the white know it all anymore. 
<laughs> we're at least gonna have some you know different voice in here uh, yeah. and we're not we're not talking about like how it's supposed to be where the problems are we are only talking about our experience as white dudes who have become aware that there are in fact other people on the world that are aren't us somehow and have different experiences um well uh Agnita Sarkeesian made a video about the um uh, men with boobs trope so i think that's a good thing to go more in depth but yeah the the way strength is understood and how games work usually they're very masculine in their understanding yeah. of problem solving and so just throwing a woman and then doing nothing different and not having it color the experience at all i mean it's i guess sort of like uh, just making a character black but making the experience the exact same like there's nothing that speaks to the actual experience of being black um and trying to navigate this world but you you in your opinion that's still better than not doing doing that it's because better than nothing. I, I, feel, I have a feel like that's even worse because it it kind of negates the the difference in the experiences i mean it annoys me more if it is very very bad at it so that's so like hopefully not what we are doing but maybe <laughs> Uh, that other attempts at trying to be. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I find it annoying if it's like very obviously straight white dudes making something very badly, but thinking it's super woke because oh my god, mm. it's a black character, and that's why you can't criticize it because then you're racist or something like that. You know, it's. I, I'm more annoyed with the individual people than the attempt itself because I do think mm. it's a good idea. Um, and it can be done well, obviously. I mean, we had this conversation recently with uh, the Watchmen series, which is also written by a white dude, but he apparently did a fairly good job from what I hear around the... Well, it was good enough for, for this white dude here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's and I, I heard a lot of good stuff about it, like from the black people I follow on Twitter. And so it seems to have at first some... I mean, obviously they didn't speak for everyone, but... It seems there seems to be people are not unhappy about it, and so I think that's really really good. But of course, that also like is very much about the black experience, right? It's not just mm. oh, it's a black character now in just the old Watchmen, but it's very much about black history and racism and all these things. Um, yeah. Uh, when does this thing? Uh, Vendis is saying, if you change the gender of the protagonist and change the romance options, what about LGBTQ plus? Um, well, that's that's a conversation that's always happening around the Dragon Age games. I think there was a lot of um, complaints uh, about Roman's options and how they handled it, at least in the second or third. I think. Um, I think that that's what I was getting at before as well. Yeah. Like if if you can play woman and then now you can date the man, is this a representation? Um... So the... Or like uh, yeah, in, in Dragon Age they had like characters that were like bi. I think. So they could date like both, or was everyone could date both? So the in world the second, kind of around you. I think in the first one, it's still they are straight, and depending on what you play, you have different options. Sort of like uh, Mass Effect, where well, there's there's a bisexual character or two, and but usually it's depending on the gender. You have different romance options. I think that mm. changes um, a little bit throughout the games, but not that much. Um, 
But in Dragon Age, I think in the second or third, they decided you can date any character, no matter who you play. And people were outraged, like, ah, oh, this is destroying my canon. Um, why is everyone bisexual? And the developers were saying they're not all bisexual. Just if you play this version of the game, then they are straight for you. And if you play the other one, then they're, mm. then they're gay for you, I guess. Um, and yeah. uh but do you like that? Uh, for me, that's, that's kind of, I don't like it. I, I like my world to be consistent. <laughs> now that, that everyone like can talk about like the same world. I don't want the world but you're also to change for my experience. Well, that's, that's okay, right? If, if you have like, if you are different in the world, or what do you mean? <laughs> and the world like reacts differently because you are different. That That's something I can... If you, have a, <laughs> if you have a character creator, then by default, the games are always different. <laughs> like nobody yeah. has played my version of Mass Effect. I'm not talking and about the game, I'm talking about the game world. Like the, the world you, you go into with your avatar. Yeah, sure. I just, I just mean like, is it, what really is the, or is it such an important distinction whether the characters themselves change in the world, even though you can change in the world? Like, why is that one thing fine and the other, oh my God, that's an outrage. There should only be uh, one I way. <laughs> but I wouldn't go that far. It's like a dramatic thing. No, that was the outrage. Uh, yeah. outrage. For me, it, feels, it cheapens the world a little bit. Mm. But I think it, it uh, yeah, I wonder if, it, if, like, you have, like, isn't it, um, like, this horror game that changes the experience depending on what you what checkboxes you you made mm -hmm. because okay i i get it so they are like crafting a world for me but uh with like games especially with games like uh, mass effect where i'm a fan of the world and i want to be in the world i don't want to the world to change like kind of fundamentally with like changing characters just because i picked another the gender now they have to switch like take a character Ooh. you are stuck and gone again huh. okay while we do this i'm just gonna quickly grab my phone because i have a food delivery on the way and i'm getting nervous why it isn't here yet <laughs> just a second Sorry. silence i'm back i'm back i'm back okay um yeah, I don't know. It's it's very much it's very much a, a white guy rant. Uh, so I don't want the world. Ah, you're back. That's and nice. Then. Hello, welcome yeah. back. Hey. <laughs> nice to be part of the show. Not sure what you thought. What's doing here? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, as far as I heard you. Um, I feel like that's really a kind of philosophical question, what you consider to be fixed and what you don't mm -hmm. and what is okay when it's fixed and what isn't. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you could say that no matter how you play the game, it's always the same, whether you play a man or a woman, you have the same romance options, you can, the world is, the game is the same. Mm -hmm. But of course, you think of it like, oh no, this character was supposed to be straight. Why are they suddenly gay or bi or something? Mm -hmm. um, 
So yeah, I get. I guess I get. I get like the like it's it's trying to fulfill a fantasy for you. And if you if your fantasy is like dating this person, and well, in the world they're canonically uh, not uh, not cisgendered, then okay, let's let's change it. I guess it's really really a, a nitpick that I would like to have. I'd I'd like it better. If I'd have like a consistent world with char- with a, a diverse cast of characters that mm-hmm. I don't have to exchange the love interests, but again, because for me that it feels more like like uh, a decision that was made to uh, decrease the amount of work you have to do with like um, the the what's it the dialogues and stuff, mm-hmm. and not really really a decision to make it. Okay, I guess it's a decision to make it better for people that are not me, and I'm <laughs> complaining about it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think it's both is kind of valid. I mean, it makes sense to tell if you want to tell a fixed story, like we're doing with the wizard. This is like not about mm. any character going through this. This is specifically about this character going through it. And so you can make choices, you know, like in Mass Effect three, you have um, you have some gay char- characters, and uh, so depending, like for each gender, you have those. But of course, if you, um, you know, if I'm playing Broshep and there's the, she was gay, right, or was she bisexual? No, I think she was a gay character, um, a lesbian character, uh, the Samantha Trainer. Oh. Food. Excuse me for a second. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm going to read Wendisil. I like it if there are some reactions to the character in the games. In games. Like if you play a race which is xenophobic. Ah, a race that is xenophobic. Then others of your race react somewhat friendly. But you... But if you are another race, you have to work to get their trust. Yeah, I, I I like that as well. Um, although I think like in, in specific examples, we we have the same problem we talked about earlier with the fantasy races. So that's a bit iffy, but I I do like it. Okay, I'm gonna fill fill in uh, Crabman uh, if he decides to put on the headphones again. <laughs> um, Okay, um, yeah. So th- this is mostly like an RPG element, right? So if you have an RPG and you can play in different races, um, there the world should react differently, right? Um, kind of waiting for for <laughs> for Grabman to come back to finish this train of thought I hope you can excuse this um, maybe let me preface that uh, yeah he, he told me about this um, topic for today <laughs> just like I think like 20 minutes half an hour before we started and I was uh, looking for games with good representation 
and it's tough. It's really tough to find find good games. No, find games with good representation. And I think we're gonna try and find a couple of examples. Oh, it's loud. Next time, uh, if you if you can mute the <laughs> the mic. <Sorry>. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. So I just uh, read like Wendisil's uh, comments, and mm -hmm. he also says it applies to normal worlds. If you talk about communities, yeah. So he likes it, and I agree. Um, if you have like a fantasy world, and you can play as a different races, mm -hmm. that the uh, the world also reacts differently to you. So if you have like a xenophobic race, or if you have yeah a race that's xenophobic, for example, um, in Arcanum. Mm -hmm. In Arcanum, you can play as a troll or like a half ogre or half orc, half ogre, half orc, orc. Um, then the humans and especially the elves will react very negatively to you and you will have it harder to gain their trust. Or if you like a dwarf and then the dwarf characters will immediately be friendly with you. And and I, I quite like that as well. Of course, we, as a, we have the, the fantasy races problem there. But uh, when you told me think about uh, about games with good representation, my mind immediately went to all the the role playing games, like um, yeah, like a Canum where you can play half ogre, for example, or uh, Skyrim, like the Morrowind saga, uh, Elder Scrolls saga. And the more I thought about it, I think the more disappointed I got that there isn't a better representation in these games because these games are about like different experiences, but then you don't have black characters, gay characters. Mm. They, they aren't in these worlds. And I guess if you, maybe this is like intentional, but I doubt it that you concentrate like on the fantasy aspects and don't want to put in too much of the real world troubles but then again they mirror so much of the real world troubles with their fantasy racism mm. uh, it's yeah i think i think i'm more disappointed with like role-playing games not having these options than like normal games that focus on on male protagonists for example mm. yeah i mean this is I guess all part of the like um, the lack of representation in development. Mm. Because I'm pretty sure that people with different experiences would also like to make games that portray different experiences. And yeah, that's... yeah, people who who have like the the main experience of being a white dude, <laughs> they have trouble like just imagining like. <laughs> The kind of experience someone who isn't like cisgendered, for example, would have in a world, in a fantasy world, in a real world, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, do we have anything, any examples that we like where it's good? Can we? Can I just? <laughs> I, I'm kind of happy. I'm always happy if we can just ignore the most recent news. Mm -hmm. But in this case, I have an interesting thing because it just it, it, it just fits so well into the topic. Mm -hmm. So this new game was it Cyber Skunk, Cyber Rank? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, like mm -hmm. the... that one. <laughs> that one, yeah. Um, so it has like 
it had like a, a controversial controversy about uh, trans representation, I think. Yeah, and more than one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, more than one, right. <laughs> but I think like the, the most substantial and interesting for me is <laughs> um, is that you can have breasts and a penis, for example, but you can only uh, select male or female voices that um, dictate your pronoun. So you either he or she, there's no they. Hmm. And I get that this is like, this is a lot of work to have like all the audio uh, stuff for day as well. Hmm. But then again, this is like the biggest game we have right now. <laughs> this can't be such a big problem that they, they couldn't. And that had to be on their mind, right? This, this can't be like, oh, we forgot. We didn't think of it. What do you make of that? I mean, it feels intentionally. Or did they really? Did they really have to to uh, cut ed, cut corners at, at on this? Like, let's render penises and breasts, but uh, dialogues with day—that's too much work. Yeah, I mean that. That doesn't seem like the biggest thing to. To do, you know, if you're doing two versions already, why not? What's what's the harm in the third? How is that suddenly too much? And I think the problem was also, um, if I remember correctly, that that you can choose which, right? You can choose which voice you get. Basically, you can or can't. I thought there was something where you were forced into a certain that you can't choose the voice, that it dictates the gender, like you said, something like that. So basically you can't play a female character with a deep voice. I think like at the beginning you have to choose like male or female and then you could make your character. Then you just, you could... then you just get a voice assigned and you can't actually choose that. And I think that was the thing also with trans representation that maybe someone wants to play a female character with a deep voice. Why not? You know? hmm. I think, yeah, you can, you can probably like, I'm not sure. I I watched uh, Red King mm -hmm. um, play the game, uh, but I, I don't remember anymore if they had like different voice options. Because in, in role playing games, that's often the case that you have like different voices. Mm. That you have like <laughs> five different male, five different female voices, and then like thinking about that, I mean that's so much work with all the dialogues. Um, I'm not sure how, if they did that at all, if you just have like one male or one female voice. And I then, think it's yeah. like that. And yeah, I, I read that that's um, because I think that would just be like a minor switch to um, to say like a female character is allowed to have a um, deep voice or a male character to have a high voice and stuff. But it's yeah tied to your gender. So that means male deep, female high. And mm. Just one of the many, many, many problems uh, CD Projekt Red has. Because they have kind of a bad track record with trans phobia. Yeah. Not nice. Mm -hmm. I can't find it as fast as I was hoping for. 
Yeah, but uh, what I'm reading here is like people who wrote that Bella Blondor thinks uh, gender options are probably all in bad faith. Because have it, because the game having pronoun options is a smokescreen for one single mother. No, nice Yeah, I can't find it right now, but um, I think it's pretty pretty obvious that there there's a huge problem. I mean, there isn't isn't really an excuse if you make a game of this size to. To make such an obvious oversight, I mean, some at some point someone must have <laughs> pointed that out, and then someone must have intentionally said, "No, no, no, too much work," or I don't know, let's stoke some controversy and just leave it out. <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe they 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 patch it retroactively. I don't know. Guess we'll see. It's great. It's it's crazy, and uh, I mean, it's silly <laughs> that the CD Project Red has been like the the big gamer, like the company, like the new company that all gay, all real gamers like are so excited about with The Witcher, and The Witcher also has the, this has this really weird. Um, racial thing with the fantasy races and it's in the books so i guess they are faithful with their problematic stuff um and then like if you don't really think about stuff like that it's not it's not weird but as soon as you as soon as you realize the problems that that are present in the witcher and now in cyberpunk uh, it's not surprising that the, the big gamers are behind games like that, right? Because they, they don't challenge them at all. The opposite is the case. They they kind of reinforce their bigoted thinking. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so uh, good examples. <laughs> good go. examples. <laughs> Do you have one? <laughs> uh, well, I, I think... So I, I I can only think of a couple that that I would really consider good, mm-hmm. uh, and that would be Dropsy. I mm-hmm. guess you play an alien, but that felt very inclusive. Hmm? What? You play an alien? alien in Dropsy? Oh, I sure. thought you were just a weird clown. I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I haven't played the game, so. I just assume because it shows. Yeah, look at me, like how <laughs> there, there are my prejudices. <laughs> yeah, that, that felt pretty uh, inclusive. Um, oh man, other than that, I, I think I had another one, but mo- mostly it feels like the the kind of game that's inclusive isn't the kind of game I'm playing. <laughs> Maybe um, <laughs> The Walking Dead. Is oh. very good at it, I think. Very. So the um, there are multiple more Walking Dead games, so I think you're gonna be a little more specific. Well, the Telltale ones, not the weird <laughs> other 
shooters that came out. I guess the yeah. Telltale Walking Dead series is uh, it's always a very uh, diverse cast of characters that all feel very three dimensional. Mm. Um, and yeah, things even if they're not like the main topic, because well, I guess characters have more to worry about. It's still never. It's still not ignored that there's um, racial tensions and stuff, like when uh, <laughs> with God's help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best best uh, opener I have. Uh, flashbacks. <laughs> um. So yeah, like uh, there are moments of like, uh, well, yeah, racial tensions. You know, there's there's a scene where you have because you're you obviously, I guess, for people who don't know it, you play um, a black man who uh, meets a little um, Latin, I think, girl, um, and you, or like, I'm actually not sure. Maybe she's mixed race um brown girl yeah yes and uh yeah so obviously playing a black character is still among mostly can, can i interject sorry sorry because because that was just like a point i always feel weird if, if we if we go too much into what race is this person mm -hmm. And, um, but I'm, but I'm not sure if this is for the right reasons, right? Yeah. Am I, am I like um, negating or like preventing from their ethnic cultural background really playing a role, or am I like, am I like protecting myself from all the implications and stuff? And like, ah, she's just we all the same, so let's not talk about <laughs> that. Or because it does feel like this weird like uh, human race. Thingy, if we we go into like, well, what are you? I mean, to make it extreme. Any yeah. thoughts on that? Because I I always feel very weird about. It, and I'm not sure. Like, I, so I'm just like silent most of the time. <laughs> it comes I mean, I also feel awkward about it. like right now. That was something where I'm. I always think about is that like a weird thing to say, um, you know, talking about a black character, talking about maybe a Latin or mixed race or something, mm. is it feels like this sort of um, categorizing exactly. feels wrong, but of course it's, there's nothing inherently racist about acknowledging someone's different experience and these are the labels we have. Uh, mm. We use the labels that the groups themselves you know, prefer to be called with. with. Mm. Um, and I guess as I guess there's a there's a there's a there's a good and a bad way to talk about race. And obviously, if you're like, uh, do you have a drop of black blood in yourself, then you're worth less. And uh, that's obviously a bad way. But just to acknowledge, okay, this is a character with this experience and that background, and that's mm. I, I guess that's just how you talk about things. I think you're allowed to say black. Yes. Yeah, I know, I know. It's just like if we go if we go into detail that much, like uh, yeah. I mean, right now, it is it is the point. It is uh, to talk about the representation, and these are two. Um, yeah, I guess two so different we, experiences are at the at the lead of that series. 
So we can just say white and non-white. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we can we can name it. It's it's always the intention behind it. Um, yeah. If you are trying I feel to like talk if we it. if we did that, that was really white centric again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be very. Every person that isn't white is different, and but all yeah. in the same way, and that's yeah, that's obviously problematic for many reasons. <laughs> um, and I guess you could even, you know, divide it further to be like, okay, that's African American or something, because I guess, you know, I'm pretty sure my wife's experience is different to that of a Black American. So, um, mm. but I guess. Just for this conversation, I guess we can say that's a black lead character and a mixed race lead character in the subsequent uh, uh, seasons, and and it is not ignored. It's not at the forefront. It's not about like oh look how terrible the world is and now everybody's racist. Uh, now you have to like well, mm. it's not it's not racial horror basically, um, but it is also not ignored even if it just comes up in like small jabs because like one of your buddies there's a floridian man and he's like can't you open the store and you're like you play a teacher right mm-hmm. so you're like why would i know how to do this well because you're urban and then it's like really <laughs> like, shit i don't know i'm from florida <laughs> that's so it's like a, a sort of humorous acknowledgement of naivety yeah it's there's a couple like of these uh, small things where you just notice that and like even you feel it sometimes I feel uh, where when a character acts kind of aggressive towards you it's not explicitly stated it's because you're black but also it's well it would probably it is <laughs> so, you know, it seems like a well, subtle... it, it, it could be yeah, I think that's enough like to to get the experience right you're not sure yeah well, I'm not sure but, yeah. but I would not be surprised if like a black person or a person of color in general would play that and be like yep I know I know I know what you are saying you know where mm. where to me it's like what I thought they were just <laughs> not so nice <laughs> yeah but that's so I couldn't okay uh, I get it I get it I just I thought like I imagine that that just like not being able to be sure ever like if it's racial or not would be like an additional problem yeah but that's i think that's exactly the thing where um where i think we can separate what is it representation or is it just you know looking like it Uh, is i think that exact experience of hearing things but you know what they mean while you know when we were I mean, I'm sure that's also happened that we look at a problem. We're like, is this really a problem? But to the person whose experience, whole life experiences is, of course, they know what this is. Yeah. Well, right. because it's right. maybe like, yeah. oh, and that those small differences. That's only something that a person mm. can tell you that has experienced it, and so that's something that we would obviously be missing unless someone tells us that. And so, um, and yeah, I think these things matter. Like, if we had a game that what would completely not have that it would not be representation because this mm. is the reality for this type of person and this you this white utopia that exists where we're all equal and everybody has the same experience just as us like that's just not that's just not real <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's these these subtle differences i think that like actually tell you about an experience rather than just yeah giving you the same experience with a different paint job on it mm. 
But yeah, so that's Walking Dead. Not sure, can I think of anything else? Where I was like, wow, that's nice. Oh, can I uh, just can think of opposites or like like clo close but no cigar, like Mirror's <laughs> Edge, for example, where you have an Asian woman. But I'm not sure if this is like um, acknowledged at any point. I think not really. Yeah, we just had some frame drops just now. Hmm. Mm. Oh well. It seems yeah, to have okay. recovered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're nearing to the end anyway. Yes. I think that there's like an elegant way for stuff like um, among us, for example, where everyone is in space suits that are identical and just have different colors. I'm not yeah. sure if, I mean, it doesn't really further anything. Like, it's not, it's not good, but it, you know, you're not excluding anyone. I think that's, I can appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, with those things, I also feel like uh, the same way that they're only sidestepping the thing. And it's kind of through the way the culture is, it's just assumed that they're all white men. So mm. it's like, I think you need to be really explicit to like make a different, or like, yeah, they're not challenging anything, but at least they're not like, uh, they're not, not like adding on with just making everyone a, a <laughs> male. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I know there was a game with a black lead where everyone lost their mind, even though it was just some walking simulator. I think it was called Virginia. It was sort of mm -hmm. a Twin peaks type thing, and the lead investigator was a black woman. I haven't played it all the way through, so I don't know if it's actually... But I think mm -hmm. it was just a straightforward story that happened to feature um, uh, a... Well, I don't know about Hellblade, but I could imagine that that they are, that are at least commenting on her being female, but I don't know. Um, Video haven't played it yet. I think that one is interesting in terms of mental health representation. So yeah, um, I just think like uh, maybe that this place like oh, Last of Us. I think Last of Us had, does does a job of representation. Not sure how good because I haven't played it, Maybe. but a uh, lot of people got upset about it. It's usually <laughs> so, a good sign. <laughs> I think that was good. Uh, I think like Life is Strange probably. Oh as yes, well. that was. Yeah, that was really uh, cute. I haven't played the subsequent uh, games, mm. but um, it was nice because it's a little bit of well two things that it, it can have if you choose that uh, path you can have a little bit of a queer romance but otherwise mm. it's just um, also nice to just have a really nice female friendship mm. that is really not at all about men <laughs> I, mean, that's, I mean obviously that problems feature men but um, yeah basically the, yeah. Hmm? isn't that what, what the best uh, and entertainment or like games promise like 
having different experiences that <laughs> reproduce. We only had the one same, over and over. <laughs> the same male power fantasy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, then, well, Mass Effect, I guess, it doesn't really count, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of in that realm. I mean, yeah, they, they, certainly sidestep it a bit with the character creator but at least that's there and i guess mm. it has a diverse cast of characters in it um so I mean, better I than bad <laughs> better than that and i mean uh, space racism is sort of addressed in the game because like your companion there ashley whatever her name was um she's right. a huge racist so yeah. <laughs> that's that's part of the story um, and the romance option Yes, so you can romance the racist. <laughs> I'm actually not sure if that gets like really addressed at some point. Or yeah, uh, like, you can at least ignore it, I think. Hmm. You can like romance her and just be happy forever without ever talking about it much. I guess you, you, you can roleplay as a space racist. Hmm. And have your space racist girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Gotta catch that audience of uh, racist fantasy fans uh science sci-fi fan, sci-fi fans yeah mm. um what else is there i can see one night stand which What's is uh one i said is um uh well how would you call that uh is this uh, like the, the the games that you like to play, where you have like dialogue and stuff, and you you don't shoot anyone. Uh, you mean like visual? Not even get to stab anyone. Visual, visual novel, novel, right? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's a visual novel about uh, waking up uh, beside a dude as a girl, having had the one night stand and not remembering a lot. Then you can like try to get out of your situation, and you can. You have like different different endings depending on what you're what you do. It was pretty pretty nice, and I think she was on like the creator was on Amaze as well. Mm. Talked about how she created that, and the style is really nice. Um, kind of, is it called like uh, photographed and then drawn over and animated really really nicely. So one night stand is, is I liked it a lot. Yeah. And I don't play games like that at all, mm -hmm. so I don't know what that means, but um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I, I had a couple of other slightly better examples. Well, I guess... Free, I guess maybe you play as a female character and mm. you are acknowledged to be female. It's sad that this <laughs> that this should count for representation, but it kind of does, right? I think they're all white too, but yeah. I guess the Pepper Prince is pretty queer. Mm. <laughs> By the way, first game I, I had to uh, I had the option between uh, more than male or female, mm. so yeah, that, that counts. Was, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know how much it is a 
really queer story yet, but maybe that'll come still. Mm. I mean, I guess it kind of is. Just a queer story in a world where that's not really a problem. It's a queer world, right? (laughs) It's a story in a queer world. Well, that's actually going to get a little bit complicated in the next one, which is why that's why that's taking me forever to figure out because that's kind of a (laughs) difficult thing that I set myself up for there. Mm, I'll see. I'll see how that goes. It's it's slim pickings. (laughs) Starcross I haven't played, but uh, looking at the picture, I see a lot of girls, so... And uh, different skin colors. Is did watch? It's, it's really mostly the the indie games, right? Um, well, I think Watchdog. Uh, if you're talking about the new Watchdog, where you have like you can play like a, a granny and stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't think... played none of the games, but wasn't it a black yeah. lead? Hmm. In Watchdogs, that is the first one. I don't know. I would, I'm not sure if, if this played a role. I kind of doubt it. Uh, in the newest one, for example, you can play all kinds of people. So you have good representation in the world, but I don't think uh, who you are playing as. And you can recruit like different characters and play with them. Mm-hmm. And I think that doesn't really play a role. It's just their abilities and their um, uh, their equipment that has an influence as far as I know. I haven't played it. I only heard of it, but I haven't uh, heard anyone mention anything about that. And I think I would have heard that. (laughs) No, he does not look like a black character. Maybe I was thinking of Mafia 3. Okay, are you allowed to say that? (laughs) Well, it's very hard to see because he has a iconic uh, base cap and his mouth covered a lot of the time. Hard to tell. I know he looks like a white dude. So I'm not. Yeah, maybe I was thinking of Mafia 3. That has a black lead, right? Ah. But I haven't played it yet, so I'm not sure if the game is any. I, I hear it's not that good, but I'm not sure. Mm. Well, is it it? I think I, I'm through all of the games. <laughs> I'm sure I, I missed one or two, but. Ah, hey, do I have Watchdogs and Watchdogs too? Interesting. Hmm. Oh yeah, I have a, a mod, Epic, apparently. So they had to be free. By the way, today uh, on Epic Store, two interesting games: mm-hmm. uh, Pillars of Eternity uh, sequel, prequel. I don't know. So uh, isometric, turn-based, or at least par- partly turn-based. Um, role-playing game that I think was praised a lot in the vein of Baldur's Gate 2 um, but prettier I think it lost out to uh, Divine Divinity that's why we we haven't heard more of it um, because they were kind of similar at a similar time and then there is something else I forgot but that looked kind of like the same game so I think another uh, turn-based role-playing game, or uh, not necessarily turn-based, maybe real-time, but uh, 
role-playing game, nonetheless, mm. if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. I guess, yeah, account doesn't really count as representation because there are only fantasy races. But at least the world reacts differently and you can play, for example, a character that has such a low intellect that he, he can't really talk and only like in... in um, Grunt. Yeah, Grunt are like very, really simple languages and every character reacts to that. So I guess that's kind of a representation, not really racial, but um, yeah, at least uh, different kind of characters you can play and the world really reacts to you and gives you gives you problems if you, for example, are a half ogre that's really stupid, which at one, you're really strong, but like everyone um, disrespects you, um, they all talk down to you. Um, it's an interesting experience they made there for sure. Even even you're like you're at the at the beginning of the game, you meet a guy who is convinced that you are like the chosen one. And even he is really, <laughs> but he's he's a little bit of a racist as well. He's a white dude, and he's surprised if you are not a white dude as well. Then he's like, oh, uh, I, I didn't think. Well, hmm. well uh, apparently you're the chosen one. I, I thought you looked different. <laughs> Which kind of is interesting, right? It's a nice nod, at least. Oh, uh, well. I'd, I'd like to go through all the games and just count how many times you, you play as a male, a female, of anyone uh, non-white, and then as animals. And I'm pretty sure you can play as an animal more times than... <laughs> Probably. Anyone. Yeah. I mean, uh, I can for sure think of more games where you play an animal than yeah. where you get so, any yeah. kind of... Mutant Year Zero, for example, uh, I guess you have representation. You can, uh, you have a, a, a woman, mm. <laughs> a duck, and a pig to play. At least there's not a white dude. And it's a cool game. Uh, Turn-based role... It's not really a role-playing game, but it's a turn-based tactical game, and uh, mm -hmm. I liked it quite a bit. I haven't played it through, and I've lost my saves probably, so <laughs> we'll see. And I can see here Mutazione. Mutazione. Mm. Uh, I forgot what kind of game. I think it's it's an uh, adventure, and looks like you're playing uh, a, a girl of color. And there are some fantasy elements. It's a point-and-click science fiction drama Ooh. from Die Gute Fabrik. Was on Epic for free at some point, and maybe even in the bundle for racial equality. Oh. I think, like, if, if we went through the bundle of racial equality, we would find a lot of games with better representation as the mainstream stuff we just looked at. Just I just went through the Steam, Epic, and good old games library I have, and yeah. Yeah, sure. It is probably mostly in indie spaces that you find better. I mean, um, what was that game that you played? Uh, it had a weird name. Um, 
Yes, the, the card game, right? Yeah, something with an S. Sojourner. Sojourner, yes. Signs of Sojourner. That looked yeah, pretty... That, that had good representation. That's mm. true. That had really, uh, honestly, good. But also passively more so than anything else. Nobody really acknowledging or having like all are equal, but at least you have a world with all different kinds of people instead of just white guys and yeah. fantasy <laughs> races. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind that so much either. Like, I mean, that's sort of what I try to not at least start out with with the Pepper Prince to just make a world where this is already okay because I don't want to mm. just think about how horrible everything is and like it has to be this way, but to also imagine a world where things are better. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's also fine. I think it's just weird if we use the exact same world that we have now but pretend these problems don't exist. Then it becomes kind yeah. of... A, yeah. I mean, I think you can do it too uh, if you really try to show that it doesn't have to be that bad. Yeah. But uh, certainly... Uh, you have to be conscious of that. That you're not like reproducing the all is fine. What are you people so upset about? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, right here. Uh, I, I was a bit wrong um, about the free game on Epic. Uh, Medicine says uh, Pillars of Eternity is a nice game. I played it a while back as it was released. And yeah. It's in fact Pillars of Eternity, the definite, definitive edition. Mm. So it's not a prequel or sequel. It's it's the game in, in its most definite, definitive state. <laughs> and the other game is Tyranny, the Gold Edition. Mm. I, know, not, I haven't heard of this game before, but it looks very samey. I see. I, I know it doesn't sound good, but. Um, that's my honest reaction. Sorry. <laughs> I see. Uh, okay. So it's very nice, though. Very nice, but yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I guess that's about what we have then. I'd say so. We are, of course, over time already. Wait, yeah. actually, do you want to see what I'm fiddling on for fun? Fiddling with. Sure. Um, because I, I think I mentioned that like half a year ago, which I can say now because we have been doing the hoot out for over half a year. That's wow. Probably the longest running thing that we've done in terms of <laughs> well, this. except hypnotical. <laughs> well, we technically haven't put out that much. We've existed, I guess. <laughs> and now we have thirty-two. That's this is our thirty-second episode, so that's. Oh. I think that's double what we managed to do before. I think we made it up to sixteen before we quit. Yeah. Well, we we ended. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, so when I started programming, um, I started with, uh, or like programming games, I started with XNA, which was discontinued in 2013, but uh, continued as Mono Game, which is 
fun to look up because that's the word for monogamous in German. So anytime I type in monogame, I get monogame Beziehung. And, but yeah, so it's basically the same thing. So all you have to do is to install that and you can basically use your old, old code. So I, uh, I could use some old libraries that I did in 2010 in XNA with just minimal porting. And so I've, uh, I've made, I mean, I'm just playing around with that. And uh, let me do the switcheroo here. Browser, oh, that's different. I guess we, not, we had our topic today, but not that. Okay, so that's kind of capturing. Yeah, by the way, when it says the tyranny has an interesting concept behind it, but is sadly not executed well to the end. Good to know. For some reason, I'm having trouble capturing. Can you see anything? Nope. Well, that's very strange. Why is it doing that? Maybe it wants to be shown next time. Maybe, but next time it might look all different. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be right now. That would be an improvement. <laughs> yes. Wait. Let me see if the if I do this as a release build. Maybe that's different. I don't know. Uh, so if I fire this up. Can this now? Ooh, oh, do you see this? That I can see. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, so does it move? Uh, no. What? Why do you hate me? Okay. Why doesn't it move? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> but, okay, I'm gonna start this again, and maybe it's working. No, it just doesn't want to capture this for some reason. Well, there is a city and I can actually fly through it. I'm doing it right now, you just can't see it. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's kind of fun to, so the city is generated. So it was fun to figure out how to generate oh, yeah. geometry. And um, well, right now it's very basic, like everything's a block. Uh, still wanna look into, but yeah, it's, um, in terms of just figuring out how to do uh, various um, like optimization techniques, um, you know, uh, to instance the meshes that I'm generating. To even even like generating, I find super interesting because I never do it by hand, and um, you know, to figure out how to vertexes need to be added so it is in the right that the normal goes in the right direction and to apply textures <laughs> to it. And, All right. um, and then, yeah, to, uh, to render this at a certain, um, you know, that it runs properly. Uh, so, you know, that's instanced, I have a quad tree that I always wanted to figure out how to do. Now I've actually managed mm -hmm. it <laughs> so that it renders only the parts it sees and uh, in an optimized way and stuff like that. So that's, that's what I'm doing now. Collision is already working. I wish I could show you because it's kind of funny. Um, if I fly against one of those things, I just bounce back a little bit. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> 
But what I'm, what I'm having trouble to figure out is how to, like if I fly straight against uh, one of these, uh, it, or like at a, wait, now you're gonna gun. What the heck? Hmm. I'm back again. Yay. Uh, at least my voice is. Matt, I see yeah. something. I see something. Yep. There you are. Here, here I am. Here I am. That's basically what I want. If you if you don't fly, like if you do the sideways, uh, the strafe, or you set down, then I find it's, it's okay that it jumps back in the exact same position. But right now, it basically does. Wait, where's my hand? There. If you fly against it like this, you just jump back like this. And what I want is ah. to have that reflected off, basically. Ah. And I have such trouble to figure out how to calculate the, the reflection of the angle. Because huh. the way I do it is like with forward forces. So the forward force comes at it at a certain angle. And then yeah. I need to apply, calculate the sideways force and the new forwards force to like have you float in that direction. And well, I will figure it out today probably, but that was, <laughs> for now it looks pretty funny that you just kind of bounce off a bit like, oops, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Our computer mechanistic professors would be proud. I hope so. <laughs> so that's just a little bit of fun to play around with, figure out rendering techniques and stuff like that. And apparently it's uh, platform independent now. Used to be only Windows and Xbox. Now you can do that for anything. So that's also pretty cool. Yeah, just that you have to write your own engine. It's just a framework. But yeah, pretty fast. So that's what I do while I watch Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> that's it. So maybe next time I'll figure out how to actually capture this and then we'll Would be see. nice. <laughs> have to capture a video and then show it off like it's that. It's weird. Why would it not not do that? I mean, it's just a game, isn't it? Wait, why did you did you send me a Dropbox link? Yeah, that's your photos. Ah, nice. Thanks. <laughs> Wait, go. All right. It's just, it's just uh, the photos of your of your wedding and not yes. the rest of it. Oh, there's also Michael lying in bed for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> just, just your wedding and three pictures of Michael lying in bed. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's I just uh, that's just the pictures that I pulled. Oh, oh, there's one one of me with my cow head that somehow got lost rudely. I actually wanted to keep the skull, yeah. but it's gone. Mm. Gonna have to start another cow then. Yeah, probably. I mean, what you gotta do? <laughs> so, so you're planning another wedding? Is that it? <laughs> uh, well, maybe one day. Who knows? <laughs> well, just gotta figure out how to, because I'm technically not allowed as a foreigner. Yeah, I mean, that's also like financially taxing, right? <laughs> I guess it is. Uh, yeah, would be nice if we eventually made some money, at least to get our our loans back. <laughs> yeah, I'm certain that at some point it will happen. Maybe in a year. 
Maybe two. I mean, right now, what? How long has it been out? Two weeks. One, two, like two exactly. Yeah. And mm. we made about one mini drop salary. So nice. If we keep doing this every month, then we could pay me enough that I can get welfare. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can but get welfare, but, anyway, but you know what I mean. But you would have to uh, work on the story nonstop until it fits. Every page has to fit. Otherwise, I can't pay you. I'm sorry. I'm going to look into that after Christmas. <laughs> All right. All right. Yes, I need to tend to my fur. Um, that's what I've opted for in terms of soothing comfort foods. Good choice, good choice. And yeah, I guess I, next I go time. down and, and see what my mom has made. Yes. <laughs> nice. And I guess next time we may already have, if everything goes well, or rather if nothing goes wrong, then we will maybe have another addition to mm. this. I don't know we'll how that's going to work, but... Yeah, we're going to integrate that technically. <laughs> yeah, I guess we got to huddle up on the couch and then just uh, try to yeah. maybe make you a little bit smaller then. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see indeed. Should be so fun. Thanks for watching. Yes. It was a blast again. Yeah, thanks for joining us as always, and we'll see you again next week. Yes. And then I will finally prove that my girlfriend from another country that you can't meet right now is actually real. <laughs> <It's> real. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> have a good evening. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.